Oh, it's green. Go. I mean, like, it's green. It's green. It's green. It's green. It's fucking green. That is a good idea, and I don't charge anything for my ideas. That's free of charge. You could have tried. Beefcake. Yeah, you're, hey, you're seven years old. You're a man now. Shove this rock-hard candy right up my ass as I'm ready to eat it. Just glistening muscles everywhere. So we'll shut it down for feces, but not COVID. Florida. Just angry today. Angry. <laughs> Conference call. Work thing. Just been trying to get it resolved for a, literally a year. But can't get the one party to respond to the other party's emails because the phone calls like hey we fully give this other party permission like work with them get this done eh, 30 minute conference call with like eight people today no oh. easily could have been resolved in that email from a year ago but nope we got we got to have a meeting about it Nope, nope, no we don't. No, we don't. Just do your job. Just do your job. <sighs> and I, of course, recorded the entire thing, because that's what I do on conference calls. Just because I like to... Because I've got little kids. Because I've got a teenager. That tells me I didn't say that. Uh-huh. Oh, yes, you did. Now I've got it on... Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right here. Yes, yeah, you did. <laughs> So, anyway. And it's also so that I don't miss anything, or, you know, if I want to just go back over it. Which I did a couple of times, and it just made me angrier. Because I'm like, this was a fucking email a year ago. It's just an email. This is not a big deal. But, mm, some people just don't want to respond. I figured you were busy today. And then I, I, like, would say things. Like, oh, this is also a change that uh, we should make is A uh, to B to C. Pause. One of the other people go, hey, Eric, what about this A to B to C? Do you think maybe we should make this change from A to B to C? Um, I, I literally just fucking said that. That is what I want to say. <laughs> yeah. But what I say is, yep, yeah, I just fucking said it, let's do it. Oh, I I hate, I hate people that don't do their fucking job. (laughs) Oh, oh my God. Do you think that they, deep down, they know that they're not doing their job at all? No, 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 no clue, none. I got an email today that was a, a request for... A certain paperwork form. Okay. Uh, yesterday, I had sent that person that paperwork form, and we had a conversation about it, where they thanked me for sending the form, and then today, they sent me an email saying, oh, by the way, I need to get that form from you. As though that conversation never fucking happened. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh, there goes the hair trigger. There it goes. Just, just furious. 
Just <sighs> and was that the early this morning, or was that in the afternoon, or? Oh, I had two two meetings today. One was it? A... <laughs> oh, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. It's 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 like so hard to reel in our. I I I'm gonna speak for you on this because I know you feel the same way. It's so hard to reel in our hair trigger rage with having to repeat ourselves at our children. So when we have to go deal with people in the working area that are our age or older, more professional, been doing this longer, and I still have to repeat this fucking shit three times to get you to move your fucking ass, just just angry, just angry all the time. It, it, and I know you know what I'm talking uh-huh. about. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. <sighs> our house that was supposed to be... Supposed to be listed in uh, in December. Still not listed. It's maybe maybe next week, may, next Monday. Now it's every week. Why? It's... Oh, I could give you fifteen, twenty different reasons, all of which just make me angry. <laughs> Here we are. Here mm-hmm. we are. Yep. <laughs> oh, poor poor new listeners who this is their first episode. <laughs> They're going to be like, what in the hell am I listening to? Two psychotics. Uh, just do your, just do your job. I, they can't even send emails. I, oh, the simplest of things. And I, I prefer to, well, and I have some people that say, oh, I'd, I'd rather talk face to face. I'd rather talk on the phone. I'm like, I'd rather send emails that way because I'm spinning so many plates all the time. I can go back and search in my email and find out exactly what we talked about, and we're good. It's not a a person, uh, like I don't want to be in person or not talk to you or something. I just like having a physical manifested record of what we discussed so that I don't miss anything. Or, you know, it's because I'm, you're not the only person in the world that I'm talking to. I'm talking to hundreds of people, literally hundreds. It... <laughs> And, you know, congrats to anybody that can keep track of all that shit, but I can't. (sighs) (sighs) They're like, ah, let's do it in a phone call. (sighs) How are you? Um, It's been a day. It's been a day. Um, Hold on. As we is with last week's texting, having to answer... It's oh, I I know I promised that Jerry Butler would be on the show this week, but he had a last minute family emergency; he couldn't be on. So we'll get him on sometime. Good. <laughs> yeah, he was just busy today. Yeah. In honor of him, we'll do a top ten of those. Per- perfect. Movies. Good. That's what I told him. He was really, really apologetic, but it just you know shit happens. It is what it is. Oh, and uh, um, Yafet Koto passed away. Is that how you say his name? Oh, uh, the guy from Alien and yeah. Bond villain. Yeah. Like, oh man, I Fantastic. really liked him. Fantastic actor in everything that he was in. He everything. Was a star. Yeah. Yeah. And he kind of was the same, like, his acting mannerisms were just kind of the same and all. Like, the, the Bond villain, he was kind of similar and, like, just that kind of the chill kind of asshole in Alien as well. <laughs> but, yeah, but I, I thought he, uh, he did it in a kind of subtle way. I thought he was more over the top in the Bond movie. While I don't care for that Bond movie, he's fantastic. He was great. He is one of my favorite Bond villains. I think because of him, that movie is elevated for me. Yeah. But fantastic actor. That that was such a bummer. Yeah. And 81 years old. At least he lived, like, 81. 
I, I think, yeah, I, I, think yeah. I would got there. Yeah, he, yeah. I, w- I would think I would buy eighty one. <laughs> well, yeah. If you had the option right now, it's like, will you take eighty one or question mark? Yeah, I'll take eighty one. Yeah, because question mark for a weaver. Mm-hmm. Oh, for anywhere around here, have you ever looked at the obit pages? Fifties, oh. sixties. Yeah, yeah. Eighty one. So, I... It's like a thousand in dog years. <laughs> uh. Anyway, oh yeah, and in other news, um, we got a got a call to speaking of phone calls. We got a call today. Actually, it was a like one of those mess, like text uh, blasts or whatever to everybody that owns a condo in our little area down oh. in Sarasota that we're running out to, and it's what came to us because we it's our place. And, uh, until further notice, the swimming pool is closed due to uh, poop being found in the swimming pool. I'm like, ah, that's that's my neighborhood. That's Florida. That's, that's Florida. Florida. Oh yeah. And, and my wife was like, she was like, she's like, the funny thing is, is she's like, there's a fifty fifty chance that was either children or old people. She's like, that's not necessarily kids. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you're absolutely right. That's that could go either way. That 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 door swings both ways. <laughs> so we'll shut it down for feces, but not COVID. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Florida. Yeah. Florida. Yep. It is. Oh, as soon as the current runners are out of there. Oh, bye-bye. Now, it's it's not a, uh, like, a month-to-month kind of rental. It's a vacation kind of rental, right? What do you mean? Like, you have renters in there. Are they there, like, do they have a lease? No, 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 no. Uh, This is like a... Okay. Yeah. But That's what I'm saying. They're they're like vacationy. They're vacationy. Yep. Yeah. They're okay. they're done in here a couple weeks, and That's once they're thought. done, I mean, especially with spring on the way, man, I'm gonna try and get it. I mean, it, it, we actually, um, we actually had been Joni's been checking on on the comps there, and what I thought we could get is actually probably on the low end. So I'm like, okay, I'm so there's you know. On the home front, like as far as work goes, it's been a struggle here, but it's almost done. And it's like, it's even in Florida, it's like big paydays are coming. I just have to just hold on and deal with crap. Literally yep. in Florida dealing with literal <laughs> crap. Cause you know, we've got runners there and it's the pool is right behind their, ha- their condo. In fact, it could, it could be them that they're, I mean, they they're, may they're, be they're, the ones that <laughs> they're mad when the internet goes out. Are they mad? At, are they giving you grief about the pool situation? I haven't heard. I mean, it just, this just happened, but you know, I, if I were them, that would suck because it's going to be closed like indefinitely. And it's like, sorry, like the swimming pool. It's, I, I understand that, but I know the things that people at my parents' rental properties have complained about where it's like, are you for real? Yeah. Like you really think that we can deal with that? Yeah. You know, it's, poop in the pool that you can't deal with. Uh, yeah, internet. We did. We took care of it. We got it fixed, and it's good to go. But yeah, logs floating in the water. I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? Oh, man. Um, I've oh. been watching more more MacGyver. Oh, on curious. Pluto. Yes, on Pluto, and the episode that I watched today had quote unquote, as they called them, Amish in it. It was a really interesting episode where his car crashed and he was stranded with some Amish for the whole episode. And then a girl fell down a well and this one guy hated the Amish. And, oh my 
the shenanigans that went on in that episode. I was I was howling, laughing. But I, you know, as much as we've griped about the Amish, uh, it is something to note how wrong they've pretty much always got it in movies. Yeah, with how I, the Amish are. I think the most accurate one I've ever seen was Warlock. Where they had men, the Mennonites oh, that, the that were Mennonites, close to Mennonites, yeah, and the first warlock, were, yeah, because witness, right. witnesses nothing unless it's like that's like how it is in Pennsylvania or Indiana, but Ohio Amish, not a good example of. This was this was every everything that happened next was more ridiculous than the last thing that just happened. Like at first they're just they're talking and they sound like Arnold. They sound like Austrians. Yeah, dash, get that, and it was just like. Yeah. What is that? What is even that accent? That's so weird. Uh, what was another thing? Uh, he uh, was working on his vehicle that he wrecked, trying to fix it up, and he's like, "Cool, can you hand me that uh, ratchet or whatever, a tool?" And they were like, "Huh? Huh? What? I don't know. Huh?" And it was like, "Amish no tools. What are you talking?" <laughs> uh, what was the next thing? Oh, he went to go investigate. Something and his car still wasn't running, so he borrowed their get up so that he could get down the road. Yeah, I watched a scene today where MacGyver rolls up in a completely white buggy. White, completely white. Like, hmm, never heard of that. Never seen that before. <laughs> in any of the other states, have you even seen that? No, never. It was hilarious and bizarre. Yeah, but as far as Amish portrayed in uh, movies and stuff like that. I mean, maybe the Weird Al Yankovic uh, video. <laughs> yeah, that might be closer. Amish yeah. Paradise. But, like, I always thought that wouldn't it be cool if there'd be, like, a either a death metal band or a black metal band that would, the entire video would just be of Amish, just doing Amish stuff, barn raising, <laughs> churning some butter, just going about their day, eating ice cream, and it would just be, you know, you, the band wouldn't even show themselves. That is a good idea, and I don't charge anything for my ideas. That's free of charge. <laughs> well, that one. That after, one, yeah, after, that I would want. Free. Especially the black metal. Like, I could see black Norwegian metal, like, going really good with that. Like, get the buggy going down the, yeah. Kids kids on tractors. And, and the Amish guy, the old Amish uh, leader of their little group, whatever, at one point, uh, while <laughs> MacGyver's working on his Jeep, he goes, what? We'll try to help you, but we don't know much about your machines. That's not... They're not cavemen. <laughs> I mean, in some ways they are, but... <laughs> they'd be like... We... And they know how to fix shit like that. It was just... It was so laughably ri ridiculous. Yeah. It was like, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then they had the second half of the episode, a kid fell in a well, and the rest of it was just a rescue operation. And But we can't talk to that guy because he's being shunned. And anytime somebody would talk to them, they'd all immediately turn their backs. <laughs> like, that's not how it works. That's not how any of that works at all. Why is he being shunned? Because he went to... He just didn't tell anybody, and he disappeared and went to Philadelphia for two months. And then he came back. <laughs> like it was so funny I was like man I wish Eugene was watching this right now because you would get just a big a kick out of it as I did the accents were hilarious did you know that uh, not to completely go on another it's alright uh, I was done uh, COVID 
vaccines for our age bracket are available Friday. If you can get one. I kind of... I mean, I'm not an anti-vaxxer by any stretch, but we know definitively that I did already have it. Oh, yeah. Possibly twice. Possibly (laughs) twice. And we know you... I mean, maybe you can get it again. I'm not opposed to getting it, but I kind of feel like at this current juncture... If I go get it, then that's one that somebody else doesn't get. I know. Yeah. And see, in your situation, I would agree. You understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, and there, I do. There's no, like, a, uh, there's currently no advantage to going and getting it as far as, like, well, I show them my card and then I can fly or or I don't have to wear a mask in public or, or there's nothing. So I'm, I'm kind of just uh, in a holding pattern yeah. on that one. Hey, and from what I hear back down, down where you live... Everything's open for business because herd immunity works. <laughs> Dude, there's so many fucking people on the streets around here. The other day I was, I, uh, it got a little bit of warm out and I had to go be on the road, go do a, a work thing way up past Cleveland. I was on the, on the road all day. I almost died about 12 times. People are so fucking dumb and can't drive. I, I don't understand what the problem is, but I had a, at least like three or four times I had people come across the center line right at me. I'm sitting in my car just screaming at people that are sitting at green lights, fucking off on their phones, and not for just like, oh, it's green, go. I mean, like, it's green. It's green. It's green. It's green. It's fucking green! And they're just... Oh, oh, boo. And then two cars get through the intersection. In, in a line of traffic that's backed up out of town. Oh, Fuck your warm weather. I hate it. Where do these people come from? They're, they're, they're just gone all winter? Cleveland, I, maybe? I don't Oh, and the streets were just packed with people walking up and down the sidewalks. Going to little shops and futzing. I'm not even talking Berlin. I'm talking here. And, so, and, and it was funny, too. They, they all, I noticed they all, uh, it was the same demo. Dude with a, a shirt with a sweater over top. And his wife, that looks like a Karen with the short hair and uh-huh. five different colors, and looks like a bitch. And <laughs> it was a thousand of those people just walking the streets. No then, mask, right? No mask. Oh, I'm I, in here. It was, I would say eighty percent no masks. Um, and then you know they get the they're standing there waiting in the cross. To, is it time to cross? Did the little did the little white man with the arrow pop up that it's safe to in the crosswalk? Mm, light's green. The, you got your white light. Go. 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 Should we, should we go? Should we not go? Should we go? Should we wait? Should we... Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, luckily, still up here, the only people I see without masks on are Amish conservative right-wingers from down your area up here at Target. That's where That's the only place I see people without masks on. It's like, oh, there's another... Conservo, no mask on, just angry, and they're just stomping around the store, angry. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I hope you're shamed. Get out of here. I mean, halfway to where I work, there's that little town that has one gas station. I stop there sometimes in the morning, grab a coffee or something, and I put my mask on. They have signs on the door, masks required. You go in, and there are people that are working behind the counter. Their masks are down under their chin, and everybody walking around... It, they just look at you like, like they're angry at you. Yeah. It's like, why? 
Oh, I can't wait till COVID is well. It, it, until most people, or at least fifty percent of the population, has been vaccinated, because if, then, if, uh, if, liquidated, yeah, uh, gotten rid of. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we are in a Thanos situation here, I think. <laughs> yeah. But it's, yeah, the whole herd immunity thing, just that 530,000 people dead. Meh. Meh. Yeah. Whatever. Well, and what what's irritating about that concept is that it's like, you guys weren't listening. The masks were not to prevent any of that. The masks were to slow it down so our healthcare system that sucks doesn't get overwhelmed by the amount of people coming in there until herd immunity can take over. See, it's part of it. That's fine. Also get your vaccine and, you know. Yeah. That's all part of it. It's all part of the same thing. But instead they heard, they listened to fucker Carlson. Oh, I hate him. Mmm. Yeah. That he, he's like, he's right down there with the worst of the worst. Even his face. Like, I think I could handle... Even Lindsey Graham's face more than his. I just hate his face. His face, even Ted Cruz, oh. like oh, oh no, they're they're all right in the same. They're in the same group. But the problem with uh, fucker Carlson is that he is knowingly perpetuating all of these lies and this craziness. Like he is the one. Like he is spreading this stuff like a COVID. Mm-hmm. We should put a mask on him. What is the price of your blind eye? Because that's what he is. <sighs> and the thing is, if he goes Sack away, crap. if he goes away, someone else will fill his spot. They're, that's what Fox News is. They're just well, it's the Rush Limbaugh's of the world. Yeah, I they'll mean, always be around. I wonder. There's if, money to be made. Yeah, I think I feel like he is kind of. Would he be maybe taking the uh, the spot of? Well, his numbers just keep going up and up and up and up, so they keep giving him more shows and more things oh, to do. Now he's getting a, a podcast and another, some other show, secondary show. and So, yeah, he is the yeah. new... Well, I don't know if I'd say he's the new Rush Limbaugh, because Rush was a AM radio program in the yeah. mornings for drive time. And I, whatever. That went for, what, three or four hours or something. I don't think Tucker Carlson's on that long. It's it's all the same thing. It's just a money making scheme. They know they make money doing this, yeah. so they do. Scared it. old white people. That's scared old white people and racists. Like we got them, so let's. Oh, John Oliver's takedown on him was really, really good. That was really enjoyable. And I just hope that there's enough other people that watch John Oliver and all of the other ones to balance it out somehow. There is, I think, it's about fifty fifty. It just depends what what election cycle we're in. I, I talk yeah. to you about it all the time. The pendulum just swings, goes back and forth. This time it's Biden. Next time it'll be, it might be t- a fucker Carlson. It might be yeah. him. There's been rumor of him running in 2024. Have you seen, do you, I'm sure you did. You, you probably saw uh, the other guy, his pictures, but he's ready for 2024. Oh yeah. Okay. He looked, he looked Awful. Like, it was laughable how awful he looked. I'm like, is this supposed to be funny? Because he looks worse than he did when he was squatting in the White House. Like, he looks terrible. Like, no no fake orange spray paint. His hair is white. He's got a stupid MAGA hat on. And he lost some weight. Which, which honestly, like, he looks worse without weight on. <laughs> like, just, just job of the hut. Just flabby hanging skin. Pizza the hut. Like, yeah, Pizza the Hut. But I, I showed, oh, I it was I showed my boys some of Spaceballs the other day, <laughs> and they got a real kick out of Pizza the Hut. <laughs> Speaking of 
old age, Mel Brooks is in his 90s, and he's still kicking. Mm -hmm. Isn't that impressive? Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. I wish he was still able to make more movies, but in this day and age, a Mel Brooks movie? Come on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It probably wouldn't work. (sighs) Hey, we're doing pretty good on time. Do you want to talk about some movies, maybe, this episode? Yeah, let's let's Anything else you want to bitch about? No, just... Mm, just work and and I am trying to get on COVID lists. You know, I I do want to get my vaccine because I, to my knowledge, I have not had it. So I, I didn't wanna... realize that they were down to. Well, you're a little older than me. What age bracket are they at? I thought they were doing it by tens. weren't they doing? More? As of Friday, it's forty years old. So you're oh, good wow. to go if you would. Yeah, uh, but, I'll probably hold off just because yeah. I would. I would prefer somebody else uh, get uh, have the vaccine that hasn't officially had it. I was the second confirmed case in this county. <laughs> a oh, year ago. Amazing. It was uh, about a year ago. Yeah. And, uh, well, when this drops, it'll be a year ago. Do you think that a lot of people in your neck of the woods will take it? It just feels like, because no. it's like... They're already, I, saying, I, I, they're already saying no. God. Wow. I'd say, All right. I would say 25% of the population. And, and if, if, if old, what's his name? Flabby Orange, whatever, if he would still be in charge, they would probably jump through hoops to get the shot, right? Yeah. Idiots. Whatever. Yep. Have fun with that. (laughs) It is nothing unexpected, sir. Yep. Is what it is. Yeah. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Let's move on to happier things. Yeah. (laughs) Well, semi-happier things like the roulette. Uh, I'm Eric. And I'm Eugene. And here's the roulette. It's time to spin the wheel of the movie roulette. We dive in the ocean cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. And on this episode of the roulette, it is The Giver up against Autopsy. And I'm up first. The Giver. A young man discovers a mechanical device that merges with his own body, turning him into a cyborg superhero. When strange creatures start appearing, trying to take the device back, he begins to uncover a secret plot to genetically engineer terrifying monsters. Starring Mark Hamill. Starring Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill's in it. But he's not the main guy that gets the superpowers. It's some other <laughs> guy. I mean, we got... Oh, how do I describe this movie? Um, okay, you remember the 90s uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Like those kinds of outfits and that kind of oh, craziness. Oh yeah, the big bulky... Yeah, yeah. That, that kind of craziness and weirdness they got into. It's a... A lot of that, and it's guys with names like Ramsey and Lisker and Stryker and Weber and Max Reed. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And it's a lot of that kind of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle 90s live action kind of stuff. The guys that come down and attack, they're, they're cool in that sense. But we all know we're watching a shitty movie, right? Even Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I mean, come on. It's a shitty movie. I mean, I like it. It's entertaining. Yeah. It's interesting. Interesting costumes and stuff. I give it a thumbs up. But we know we're, we're actually watching a shitty movie. I, at any point in this movie, uh, Vanilla Ice could have come out and had a, a sing-song. And it totally would have been expected. It would have been fine. It Granted, this is a little more R-rated than those movies were, but it's like this guy gets the mask and he puts the mask on, then he's the Giver, and then these mutants show up and start attacking. Kind of, 
kind of maybe even a little ripoff of Hell Hellraiser, as far as oh, how really? they like they looked kind of gross, and then you know a little bit of some gory things kind of happened, but not too gory. And then you know they they talk like what's the, uh, what's the other '90s thing that everybody loved? I I missed it. I was a little too old when it came. Power Rangers. Oh power, yeah, power yeah. rangery. You know these guys show up and ooh, oh oh I'm oh, acting. And it's like yeah, all right, uh, lots of factories and warehouses. It's fine. It's staying on the shelf because it's an an anomaly, and I like weird cinema, uh, so I'll keep my hands on it just because of that uh but no 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 not no background not for eugene <laughs> okay not for eric just, what maybe once in a grand while where i'm like here's this weird thing mark hamill did uh and he's got a mustache the whole time um, i think he had a mustache in the uh, anthology thing that uh he did with yeah. john carpenter yeah it didn't look good I, yeah no it doesn't no <laughs> autopsy Autopsy from 1975, directed by Armando Crispino. Uh, a young pathology doctor and interning in a morgue tries to cope with a wave of suicides. A woman she just met kills herself, but she suspects someone close to her might have killed her. Uh, this is a new vinegar... Not, I mean, the movie's from the 70s, but it's a new vinegar syndrome release. And I quite liked this movie. Uh, the Jalo genre can be hit and miss a lot of the especially with the uh, vinegar syndrome ones they're putting out there it's kind of known as they come out with these box sets of uh, giallos there's three per pack and it's forgotten giallos is what these things are called narrow on number they just released set number three which autopsy was a part of and i have found that out of the nine uh nine giallo movies that this whole forgotten Jallo. Oh, your dog is. I can't. I can't think with your dog barking. Dude, you. This is when you want to record. The kids are coming home. What do you want me to do? Uh, kick the dog outside, or no, or nicely, it'll bark twice as. <laughs> it'll bark twice as loud if I put it outside. Shut up. Uh, kids should be coming home. But yeah, uh, this is a really good movie. Uh, it. This felt like. I don't know about forgotten because I'm like I've heard of like. The other, all, almost all of the other Jalos that they've been putting out, I've never heard of. This one here, I'm like, I've heard of this one. This one had a DVD release, and, uh. You said 1975? Yeah. Armando Crispino. But it has all the usual trappings of a Jalo. Uh, it's a hair too long at an hour and 40 minutes, but, uh, it literally, I mean, it really kept me guessing till the end. Without going too overboard and all this, like none of this make like some of these jollos, none nothing makes sense at all. And then they, in the last five minutes, they were like, "Well, yeah. here's what's going on." Well, this one here, like when it was explained what was going on, it's like, okay, I can see, I can see that transition of into where it went in the end. But it was uh, especially they start out with such a bang with this movie, like. Like we just cut from scene to scene of people committing suicide, and it's very shocking. Like it's like, oh man, this is hardcore, and it almost sets it up as a supernatural type thing. Which it's you know, spoiler, it's not a it's not a supernatural thing. But I like it really grabs your attention. Unfortunately, I I think that they should have almost like kind of had those kind of throughout the movie because it's so cool how the movie starts that 
afterwards it settles into the whodunit type murder mystery cop type thing. A little but, bit of Suicide Club. Yes, uh, seriously, it reminded me of that. I mean, the beginning, I'm like, okay, all right, uh, like this is crazy. Like there's, we're just seeing like four or five different people and their various ways of killing themselves. But oh, and remember the uh, train station? Oh, just, oh <laughs> yes, there was waves of blood. Oh, oh that, that was, was weird. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so anyway, but this is on Amazon Prime. If if you're a Jalo fan, this is definitely one of the. It falls, I think, square in the middle. It's definitely not Dario Argento in his prime stuff, but it's a worthy addition. There you go. Boys! Come here! They don't know I'm recording. They're just getting home from school. Just letting them know. Yes? How's it going? You want to say hi? Hi. 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 <laughs> He's saying hi back. Uh, I'm recording, so um, can you guys be quiet, please? Close my door. I like super-duper crazy quiet? Yep. Is your brother playing outside or what? I think he is, yeah. Okay. Can you check on him every once in a while? Just make sure he's okay. Yeah. Is he playing with... Yeah. Okay. That's awful. Uh, <laughs> close the door, please. Okay. Thank you. Your kids and my kids are so much alike. Oh, that he identical. Yeah, because seriously, like that's the, that's Lucas right there. That was yep. Lucas. Mm-hmm. Respectful. Think, yeah. Yep. Everything's good. The, uh, sure. While the other one is slinging shit against the house. Oh, I literally say, "Be quiet," and he goes, "Blah." <laughs> okay. Uh, let's get to the next round. We gotta get yeah. get on this. It's gonna take too long. I like I like their actors' names in this movie though: Mimsy Farmer, Barry Primus, Ray Ooh. Lovelock, Gabby Wagner, Massimo Serrato. <laughs> Are you talking about? Um, I'm oh, talking you're about talking about autopsy. Autopsy, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next round for me, coming my way. We've got victory. Check this out. Yep, it's another VHS round because I got to get this shit. Locked away. The ball spins past the uh, the diving goalie and into the net, sending 50,000 fans into a celebration that lets you know this is no ordinary soccer match. This is war. The battlefield is a stadium in occupied Paris, so it's set like in World War II, okay. from what I gather. Starring Sylvester Stallone, Michael Caine, and Max von Sydow. And I think what I'm getting from this is that they are kind of spies pretending to be soccer players... And then they got to go on a mission or something. But with that cast, I w- and I've never heard of it, I should check that out. Uh, the next one is Riot. It's kind of a weird cover. Okay, I've never seen that cover. Me either. Uh, Gary Daniels. Sugar La- Ray Leonard. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I really want this off my shelf because the A-holes put the sidebar at a different angle than everything else in the world so when it sits on the shelf the words are a different way and i hate that but this looks like a trash 1996 action movie it's december 24th 1999 you know the near future for when this was oh yeah peace on earth becomes hell on earth as riots fill the streets with fire and hate when a beautiful daughter of the british ambassador is brutally kidnapped i don't want to know anymore it's gary daniels you get the point Yep. 
What comp- what company released that? Like what what VHS company is that? Um, CFP Video. Oh, okay. So who knows? <laughs> yep, who knows? And lastly, The Money Pit with Tom Hanks and Shelley Long. I have seen this movie before. I remember thinking it was really funny. I've seen it one time, and it was probably when I rented this VHS tape. I, I've it's been so long. Uh, but it's about this couple that buys a house and then everything keeps falling apart and Tom Hanks, Shelley Long, funny. Uh, so there's that. What about you? Uh, over on my end, I've got a couple new movies from uh, Shudder. One of them is called Stay Out of the F...ing Attic. A uh, group of ex-cons turned movers are convinced are convinced by their creepy client to pull an all-nighter. As the night progresses, they uncover the horrors that exist inside his old Victorian mansion. And I wa- actually, I watched the trailer for this, and it looks quite good. I was expecting, like, oh, this is probably no budget. Uh, but no, this is, this is, it looks legit. Looks legit. Next up is Lucky from 2020. Uh, let's see here. A suburban woman fights for to be believed as she finds herself stalked by a threatening figure who returns to her house night after night when she can't get help from those around her. She is forced to take matters into her own hands. And this might possibly be a supernatural type thing. I don't know. Uh, and lastly, those two are on shutter. The last one is a uh, Blu-ray that I just got during a Kino uh, low bar sale. Uh, Doctor Who and the uh, Daleks, I think. Daleks. I'm not a Doctor Who. Daleks, okay. Uh, an eccentric inventor and his companions travel in his TARDIS to the planet Scaro and battle an evil menace of the Dar Daleks, whatever. Uh, this is starring Peter Cushing, and I don't believe that this is Doctor Who canon. I think that this was a an attempt to... Oh, no, I think it is. Oh, is it? Okay, I, yeah. I don't know anything about Doctor Who, but it was on sale, and I'm like, oh, Peter Cushing, and... Science fiction, 60s, whatever. That might be kind of fun, so. I I've, I went back. Uh, Netflix added a bunch of Doctor Who stuff a couple, maybe a couple years ago now. Uh, a bunch of their series is... They call them series because they don't have an assigned number of episodes the way that we do in the States. Okay. And they're missing a lot of episodes because they would tape over old episodes with the new episodes. So some of those old episodes are just gone forever. So... And I watched... Uh, Oh man, there's so many seasons of that show. It's it's ridiculous. Or series of that show, uh, and it's a lot of it's really quite good. Uh, I enjoyed the Peter Cushing era. Obviously, I would like to pick that, but in the in the spirit of maybe, can I put up a horror movie without you having to pick it every single time? I'm not going to pick the science fiction movie because I feel like I can't put up any horror movies because that's automatically what you're going to pick. <laughs> so I will pick uh, Lucky because I want to see if my prediction is true. That sounds to me like we've got a fight club kind of situation going on where she, sure, some guy shows up at night or whatever yeah. to help her that's not listening. It's probably just her. So I want to okay. see if that prediction is true. So okay. We'll no, go no, with, cool. We'll go with Lucky. All right. Um, and that was directed by a, a lady. I always like to see when. Oh, wow. you know, that's good. Ladies are. Yeah, I like to see that. So. Okay, cool. I'm looking forward to... Actually, I was... Uh, both of the uh, the Stay Out of the Attic and Lucky, both of those I thought looked good. The Doctor... I mean, I'm going to watch the Doctor Who thing because I bought the Blu-ray. Yeah. So And actually, there's a sequel to it as well. 
Uh, I don't and they are remember. hard as hell to find. I've looked for them uh, because huh. they, they weren't on Netflix, and I wanted to see more about the Daleks. And the Daleks, uh, they look really stupid. They look like trash cans, and they've got a couple of hoses. That's on the out. cover, yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> they, look, they look dumb as hell, but when they showed up in the show, they actually, I was surprised, they're actually pretty scary because they're like indestructible death machines. It's like a Terminator kind of idea. Ah. Uh, so I don't know how they'll be in this movie or whatever. And yeah, I'm looking at the poster. They, they just look dumb as hell. Oh, but, they do. I, <laughs> I But I remember in the show, it actually was like, oh shit, like, like you're in real trouble. It's like if R2-D2 was the Terminator, <laughs> you know, yeah. like everybody has that reaction to them. And then you realize, oh, if you're in the room with that thing, you're dead. Uh, so anyway, uh, I look forward to your review on that. Okay. Um, and for you, you know, here's what sold me on this is you don't like the title the way it is on the cover. You want to get rid of it. Let's do the middle one so you can get that one off the shelf. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not afraid. Gary Daniels is awesome. I love Gary Daniels. Every movie that I've seen him in, I, I've enjoyed it, at least at some point. Sugar Ray Leonard of it all is a little questionable. Yeah. Let's see how what, what shape this is in. Oh, boy. It's in just mint condition, which means it was never rented. I mean, yeah, that, that looks new. It is that looks new. Mint. <laughs> <laughs> and I know it's a rental because it says it has uh, stickers on the side. But the nice thing is, it's like, at least for me, I've never heard of that movie. And I would guess that that would be maybe a little bit more rare. Well, yeah, actually, now that I'm looking at the back, it might be because it says... Uh, it doesn't have a rating on it. It says Canadian Home Video 18A. Uh, exclusively distributed in Canada. Wow, and that made its way down here, huh? No wonder the letters are backwards. <sighs> I'm allowed to say that because I have Canadian roots. So uh -huh. <laughs> you, you can't make jokes like that. It's my people. So Daleks. Okay, I learn something new every day. I, I think that's how they said it. I just I know, I know nothing about Doctor Who. Nothing about the old stuff, the new stuff. I just know it's a huge thing and very well, I, popular. I give you a real quick rundown here. Uh, they've had many different people that have played Doctor Who, and that's because he's from a race of time travelers. And every once in a while, their bodies just die, and then they are reincorporated as a new person. It's part of the show hmm. that every once in a while, oh, here's my new body. And off you go again, time traveling all over the place. And, That's kind of cool. Saving history and doing all kinds of weird stuff. And that he always, uh, well, I can't say he anymore because uh, the last season or two, it's been a she, which is, I, it makes more sense for this character than about any other character I've ever seen in my life. Because <laughs> they just get a new body every once in a while. When yeah. It's time to refresh them. Yeah, oh, oh they, people were pissed about that, though. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm like, you got to, you got to be kidding me. That is, it, it, it's just ridiculous. Anyway. Is that, uh, I think that show, the, the new one, is that on HBO Max? I don't, I don't know. Okay. Uh, but I, I will say this, if you're going to dive into the, any Doctor Who like TV shows, I think your wife might like it. Uh, I would start with, oh, what was his name? Here we go again with the name show. Oh, here we go. <laughs> the, where I kind of started was, uh. Oh, how am I going to find out what that guy's name is? I can't even remember anything else that he's been in. Let me look up Doctor Who. Fuck it. We need to figure this out. Because if I'm going to give you a launching point for it, you need to start with that guy. 
don't go back to the beginning because this show goes back so far. Is it like it's black and white far? Like fifties. It's the fifties. Oh, jeez. I mean, and some of those uh, series is only had a handful of episodes, so it wasn't that big a deal. And every single one is kind of a contained uh, adventure, so it wasn't terribly painful. But I went back and watched all of them that they had available. Okay. Uh, Christopher Eccleson. He was my first doctor, and he was the ninth doctor. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, 1963 is when the show started. My bad. Not, not the 50s. But it was black and white. Yeah, because this, this here, this this movie and the, the sequel are in color and from, I think, 1965 and 1966. But the Christopher Eccleston series uh, was in 2005. And he only was on for one series, and then David Tennant took over for five years. But that mm. Christopher Eccleston series was fantastic. It was really good. I think I talked about it on the show. Okay. And then they took it off Netflix, and I couldn't. I I, I haven't watched past the eighties. I don't even know if I watched that far. Colin Baker might have been my last. Oh no, he was still eighties. Peter Davidson. Tom Baker, I think, had the longest run. I watch a lot of his stuff. Uh, but, yeah, if you do start start at Christopher Eccleston, if you start okay. the show. Yeah, and the uh, the sequel, Daleks Invasion Earth 2150 AD, is the title. I have but looked it is... and looked for this shit. Just no luck. But, yeah, they, I guess Kino put them out on Blu-ray, and they are running a major sale. Uh, and so... Like yeah, you know what? That's that's my price right there. Yeah, for those things on Blu-ray. Cool. I look forward to hearing it. Okay, yeah. uh, next episode it will be Riot up against Lucky, and I guess we'll see who's lucky. Mm-hmm. Probably neither of us. Yeah, yeah probably not. You're on Shutter, and I'm on Sugar Ray Leonard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you got '90s action. That should be good for something, maybe. Yeah. I do like Gary Daniels, though. It's just he's just a likable actor. Uh, okay, uh, we're gonna do a top ten Jerry Butler movies. How about that? You ready for oh, this? Oh yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm very curious how you fell on this one because uh, some some stuff. I I was surprised how my list turned out. I say it every fucking time, but I, I was surprised how my list turned out. I guess I'm up first. Number ten for me is Dracula 2000. And the only reason that this dropped number 10... Have you seen it recently? I purposely did not put it on the list because I haven't seen it in so long. I'm like, I don't remember it anymore. And Back in the day... I think you and I saw this in the theater. Yeah, at the Duncan. Yeah. And Killbuck. Yeah. And... Uh, oh, damn, that's right. Uh, and we quite enjoyed it there. And in subsequent viewings on DVD, I enjoyed it every single time. Then there was a large gap. And I went back and was like, oh, yeah, that's a good movie. I need to check that out. And I watched it. Eh, number 10 for you. Uh, Butler is fantastic in it. And I still really like the story uh, twist of, I'm not going to spoil it, but I like the story twist of their origin for Dracula. I thought Mm -hmm. that was really inventive and cool and went with uh, ah, that one vampire book that's like the vampire Bible that I have. Did I show you that? I don't know if I ever showed you that. My ex-girlfriend way back in the day said, you need to, you remind me of this. You need to buy this book. And I went and bought it. And then it turns out 
It's not very thick. It's only about this thick, but it's uh, the Book of Nod is what it's called. Oh, I remember. You, I think you've talked to me about that or you yeah. showed that to me. Well, then I was reading it. I was like, I thought it was a novel, but it's like this kind of a graphic novel, but it's written in like Bible verse with numbers. And th- I'm like, now you're getting creepy. I Because I, I, don't, eh, I don't, I still have it somewhere, but uh, yeah, it's all about how it doesn't have anything to do with Dracula 2000, but it's about how uh, in their origin story, Dracula was... Cain and Abel, and then okay. the one that killed the brother went off into the land of Nod and could not exist in the sunlight anymore and started drinking human blood and became a, the first vampire. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Uh, anyway, uh, I had to knock it down a bit because I have seen it in the last 10 years and it was a little bit of a rough rewatch. Number 10 for you. Uh, t- 10 for me is movie 43. Uh, because Gerard Butler as a leprechaun was just great. I, I, we're the only two people that probably like that movie on earth, but I don't care. I don't care I think movie 43 is hilarious and (laughs) vulgar and in the best way possible. And his stuff in it was brilliant. Just brilliant. Uh, so yeah, that's, and I've seen that movie several times. I know that he is kind of a, a bit player in that one, but it was still great just to, to see him as a tiny little leprechaun. <laughs> I don't even remember him in that movie. I've oh, only seen it once. So funny. Yeah. Uh, number nine for me is Gamer. And the reason that this one fell down a little bit is because the, 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 Brian and whatever uh, the directors of that movie, they get so over the top that it crosses into definitely sexism, but borderline racism. And, and some of those things are a little, ah, I've worked myself into a corner. They're not a little, they're a lot, but it's, (laughs) um, that's why I dropped it down. So, but he's still good in that movie. And I'm not saying he is those things, but there are tones in those movies. And some of the things that are exist in the script and the way they shot it, that, that bring up those topics and not necessarily appropriately. Number nine for you. Uh, nine for me is London Has Fallen, which is the sequel to Olympus Has Fallen. Uh, not quite as good as the first one, I don't think, but right up there, I quite liked, uh, the sequel. And, uh, I think just because it wasn't quite as fresh, that's why it's not, uh, it's not as high on the list. But it was still a really good action movie. Big, bigger budget-ish, or I guess mid-tier budget. It feels like, honestly, like these movies feel more like 90s R-rated action movies, mm-hmm. you know, then, but I think that's a good thing. That's a compliment. Yeah. So. Uh, number eight for me is Law Abiding Citizen. And rewatchability came into play here. I dropped that one down uh, a bit. It's very well acted. It's a good movie. Interesting story. But it still has these scenes of gore that are so over the top mm-hmm. that are hard to watch. Uh, and the ending, I think... Almost everybody in the audience is sitting there going, mm, kind of wish you got away with it. Uh, <laughs> sort of like government wins. It's like, well, we could have done something else, I think. I think there is a better uh, writing way to write ourselves uh, that he could maybe lose, but also they lose something too, maybe? I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but... All I can do is judge what we got. And so it's number 
eight. <laughs> and we have a tie. Number eight for me is Law Abiding Citizen. Hmm. For those exact reasons, I thought that this, this was actually, to me, this was a great movie until the end. But I feel that they completely whiffed on the end. And the end was very cookie-cutter, whereas the rest of the movie was this, like, hyper-violent, really going-there action movie. Uh, and then the end, I'm like, oh, that's kind of the... It just felt like the end was like, okay, but we've got... Cops our, and lawyers win! Yeah, and I just, like, we've got our test screener and... Here's how the test screener went. Here's how they want the movie to end. Let's do that. I don't, I, it didn't, this would have been fantastic had that ending been different. I, that's about the only thing I can fault the movie on is the ending. And the ending is not like, it's not terrible. It's just very cookie cutter what you expect. Yeah, I agree. They, they so could have gone there. So I agree. Uh, number seven for me is Reign of Fire, which is a movie that I actually, like quite a bit, but I had to knock it down a little bit because it is kind of a B movie and some of the CGI is getting a little dated. Um, I don't know if you've seen clips of it lately. I have not seen that movie in so long. It's a good movie. And the, but uh, well, again there, the ending is kind of dumb. Well, at least with the uh, Matthew McConaughey character, his ending was stupid in that movie, like completely stupid. It made no sense. With the character. Just, now I'm going to jump off a tower and get eaten. Okay. You could have <laughs> taken a swing or something. You could have tried. Beefcake. Uh, <laughs> uh, the body transition, though, from him uh, between that movie and uh, uh, Dallas Buyers Club is crazy. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I like that movie, but it is kind of a bad movie. So, number seven for you. Uh, Beowulf. I... Beowulf and Grendel? Yes, Beowulf oh. and, yeah, yes, I should say Beowulf and Grendel. This was kind of an early, I think just a little bit earlier role for him. And I watched this on your recommendation, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. And this is a good movie. I actually watched this with my wife and she really liked it just because the storyline is kind of romancy, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is a good movie. I, I need to watch this one again and the, uh, the, CGI animated one that I really liked, which was a lot more action oriented. I, I, Man, the remember, director's I like cut the of that is harsh. It is so harsh. A lot more violent, right? Yeah, but gross in, in its violence. I mean, he's swinging around with his arm barely hanging on and. Oh man, it's been so long. That was a good movie. I just watched bits of it on, uh, here on Pluto in the last three months. Uh, but I, I, I was reminded how gross those, oh, uh, uh, just cringy. Yeah, and this is the same storyline. It's just a little bit more lower budget, but the scenery, like it's beautiful scenery, like beautiful cinematography, and uh, yeah, a very young Gerard Butler. Mm-hmm. Uh, number six for me is Three Hundred. I like this movie a lot, but again, the CGI is getting a little bit dated, and uh, you know, there's it's been memed to death. No, oh, I know. It's which is funny, but at the same time can. Also, like, sideline a movie, in my opinion. <laughs> in, well, in my memory, my brain. Um, but I like it. It's still a decent movie. It's just a little bit Republican in its, mm. in its aggression. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We take our children and throw them off cliffs. Whichever one lives, come back. You know, it's like, all right, <laughs> relax a little bit there, chief. Yeah. Yeah, you're, hey, you're seven years old. You're a man now. <laughs> yeah, like, eh. <laughs> 
number six. Six for me is Hunter Killer. This is the submarine movie that I really liked. This was a kind of a minor gem in my opinion. I was not expecting this to be as good as it was. Uh, this felt like again. Now it's been a little. It's been a good year and a half since I've seen it, but. Was Gary? I think feel like Gary. Gary Oldman was in this, right? Making this list, I was like, I need to watch Hunter Killer again because I don't know who who was in that. It was good though. I, I liked it. Yeah. I've only seen it once, and it yeah, was Gary Oldman. Okay. Gary Oldman is good in pretty much anything he's in, so that yeah. elevated it as well. But it's a good cast and a good movie, decent budget. Uh, this I'm sure that this got a theatrical release. It had to have gotten some sort of a theatrical release. Yeah. I think it did. Uh, number five for me is Beowulf and Grendel. Mm. And I haven't seen it in a while, but I've seen it two or three times. And I quite enjoy it. It's got kind of a... It's filmed in a very stark kind of uh, quality, where it feels very real, very grounded, and very... Uh, the co- Like, the color palette is very realistic. Doesn't... Uh, it almost feels like a home movie at times. And it feels like it breaks that story down to its just bare core instead I've often talked about the difference between a comic book movie and a comic book and reality. And it feels like that was the one that was reality. And then the story that has existed in legend is the comic book or comic movie, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, whereas like the animated version is more colorful in the way that it tells that story, not just uh, the animation, but yeah, good, good. Freaking movie. Sarah Polly was in that as well. I oh, really? That, yeah. Oh, wow. That was a good movie. Number five. Number five for me is. Um, I feel like I've just. I didn't do a very good job on this list because I'm like, mm, really? Rain of Fire is number five. But after hearing what your thoughts on it, I'm like, ah, I haven't seen that thing in so long. I'm like, I feel like it should. Like I feel like Hunter Killer should be above that, but oh well. That's the list I made. Uh, yeah, number five is Rain of Fire. Uh, what I remember of it, I really liked it, and I, that's sad to hear that the CGI effects don't hold up as well because I remember them being great. Now most of the dragon stuff does. It's just there's a couple scenes at the end, like where he jumps off that tower, where he looks fucking stupid. No, oh, okay. You know what I mean? It, it, there's just a couple of things in there, but most of the dragon stuff still looks fine. Yeah, that dragon, those dragons were awesome in that movie. Ugh. But, uh, yeah, I liked the movie when I saw it many, many years ago. It's one that I need to rewatch. And that's one I actually, I don't own that on any format, on digital, Blu-ray, or DVD. <laughs> oh, I bet I've watched that movie a dozen times. I know. I can't, and I've, I know I've seen it more than just in the theater. I've seen it at least one more time, but I don't have it at all unless it's on dvd and i it's stored away somewhere but i don't have it in my shelf right now Hmm. all right well get on that yep you know he's a listener jerry's a listener to the show i know i know as is stephen miller yep stephen c miller number four for me is is hunter killer uh which i want to see again do i have that in my voodoo where did i watch i need to see that again uh, you know, I'm a sucker for sub-movies or boat movies or anything on the do with the ocean. It somehow is my tiny sliver of, like, Swedish uh, background or heritage or something, but I'm obsessed with the sea. I just don't want to go there because I'm terrified of it. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I 
thought Hunter Killer was a total gem in the rough. Uh, uh, as far as submarine movies go, guess what we need to do a top ten of? Oh, yeah. Because there's enough out there that I think that we could we could scrounge up ten. Especially, like, top five would be... Yeah. Maybe maybe just ocean movies. Because we include there other we boats in there. Uh, we'll yeah. see. Number four. Um, Number four for me is Rock and Rolla. Now, this movie I love. Like, this one here I've watched numerous times, and I love this movie. And I like, like, the, it's an ensemble cast. Like, I like the entire cast. This is very much a Guy Ritchie movie, but not, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It feels like a Guy Ritchie movie. Uh, who's the, I loved the ending of this movie. Uh, what's his name? Cause he's kind of Toby Kebbell. Yeah. Uh, this may have been his first or one of his first roles. I think it was one of his first roles. And I love how the movie ends. I, I love it. And that's the main thing I remember from this movie is this awesome mob type ending. It was perfect. It was great. It's been a while since I've seen it. I'm not sure I remember how it ends. Oh, don't forget Bane's in there, right? Oh yeah. Making yep. out with dudes. Jeremy Piven. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, good old Jeremy Piven. There he is. Ludicrous. <laughs> That's a good movie. I need to yeah. watch that. That's one that I legit, I want to rewatch that one. Here Me too. Soon. Do you have uh, that on Blu-ray or DVD or what? Do you have DVD. that anywhere? I think I have it on DVD. Okay. Number three for me is, uh, fall and I, I wrote down fall and one and two. Uh, I just kind of lumped them together since they're a series and I feel like they're one and two are kind of about the same level for me. I like both of them. It's diehard one and two kind of, uh, I th- I don't know. I think they're both sweet. They're both weird, mildly racist, um, <laughs> aggressive, violent '90s kind of filmmaking. But gotta say, I kind of enjoyed them, uh, <laughs> despite some of their flaws. And he is, again, awesome in them. And he's not the cause of any of that those issues so much. At least I I haven't watched him in a while. Maybe I should check him out again. Number okay. three for you. Uh, three is 300. And it's kind of, I feel like this is the movie that kind of put Gerard Butler on the map, like as. I would say so. Kind of an A-list actor, at least at that time. I, I haven't seen it in a long time, but Zack Snyder, I remember watching it with you in the theater and we were like, this is great. (laughs) Um, but how it holds up today, I don't. I don't know. I have it in my voodoo. I've been wanting to rewatch this one. Again, most of these I've been wanting to rewatch. Uh, I just haven't got around to 300. But I, 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 when was the last time you watched it? Like, does the whole Sapia heavy CGI stuff still work good? Or It has been a while since I've watched that one. I do remember it quite well because I watched it uh, more than a few times. But I do, like I said, the last time I watched it, I do remember some of the CGI getting a little dated. Yeah. Uh, and, and a lot of brown. Oh, yeah, lots of brown. Yeah. <laughs> and the glistening, just glistening muscles everywhere. Yeah. Oh, he was a leading seaman in Tomorrow Never Dies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw that on his IMDb list when I was going over my list. I'm like, ah, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, number two for me is Rock and Rolla. And I haven't watched this one in a while as well. Uh, but, uh, you know, once you get to the top of the list, you're trying to juggle quality with entertainment. And mm-hmm. I feel like this one is more quality. So it went, it got bumped up the list. 
And I echo pretty much everything that you said about it. I, I quite enjoyed it. I when I was I remember the first time I watched it, I was about halfway through, maybe maybe not even that far, and I was like, I don't. This just kind of feels like another Guy Ritchie joint. Like, let's do something a little different. And then I feel like he kind of did with some of his characters. The one Bane turns out to be gay. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and there were twists along the way and where the, they had to deal with those kinds of situations. And I was like, now, how are you going to deal with this? Are you going to make your characters crazy homophobic and kick them out of the club or something? And they didn't at all. And I, I thought that was fantastic. Uh, so a lot of the different, I don't think it's as good as his, uh, guy, uh, the other Guy Ritchie movies, but I still quite enjoy this movie and his performance in it. Number two. Two, Olympus Has Fallen. I loved this movie. I thought that this was the best of the series, although London Has Fallen was a close second. It's it's almost split in hairs. They're very, very similar. Three is a complete departure of what these two were, but I loved the first one, just setting up the characters. I really liked the president as portrayed in this one, and it's just a good, it's like Rambo-type throwback movie, or at least Sylvester Stallone in the 80s type throwback. Yeah. Tons of violence. Man, these movies are so violent. Yep. In the best possible way. Yep. And number one for me, if you've been listening to the show in the last couple weeks, I just told you I rewatched it, then it crawled to number one. Den of Thieves. I, he is mm. just such a aggressive, mean asshole in this, and, it, and he shows his range, I think, a little bit. Uh between rock and roll, especially, and, and like some of these other movies, I, I just feel like the dude actually does have range. Uh, I know he kind of seems to, I don't want to say typecast, but he's kind of in this uh, uh, action star kind of thing. Like that's kind of his, most of his stuff. And I love it. I think he should keep doing it because he's damn good at it. Uh, but I thought Den of Thieves was a different, kind of anti is there an anti-villain is there a thing such as that <laughs> because there's an Man. anti-hero but he's a he, he's a cop but he's also kind of playing by his own rules so he's kind of an asshole no he's oh, yeah. really an asshole so he's kind of the villain but he's not trying to steal any money either so let's coin it anti-villain i, I don't yeah <laughs> something like that but it's a uh, i that movie is fantastic all around because of the dichotomy it plays on both sides of the good guys and the bad guys both you feel for all of them but at the same time you're also kind of against all of them uh fantastic movie and i'll be surprised if it's not your number one because i can't imagine what else you'd put up there (laughs) (laughs) yes number one for me is den of thieves that was easy that was the that this list started with that one at number one and then i just kind of filled in the rest as i saw fit i love this movie love this movie i've seen it twice and my score did not drop at all and may, may, may have even increased a bit on uh, second watch. I, I love that this movie, like, I like both sides. Like, I like Butler and all of his guys, like his quote unquote good guys, and the bad guys, the quote unquote bad guys in this are very relatable as well. Like, they're real people, and yep. I feel like what they were doing was not, oh, it's hard to say, like, very gray lines in this movie. Like, there's just... What the bad guys are doing is bad, but what the good guys are doing is not so good either. And, oh, it's so good. 
such a great movie. I just feel like this is one that yeah, it got a theatrical release, but I feel like it just kind of slipped under the radar and came and went. Uh, but and you got a heist I, movie in there, and then you got that yeah. scene with Fifty Cent where he's talking to the guy that's taking his daughter to prom. Oh man! Oh man! That was great. <laughs> Second that only great. to Bad Boys Two. <laughs> yes. But the action in this thing, again, very, very R-rated, like hard R-rated, violent, yeah, brutal. Yeah, good, great movie. Actually, that would I would guess that not to go back to 2018. I'm guessing that neither you or I watched this when it came out, but I feel like this would have made top top of the year for 2018 in the top ten somewhere. Oh yeah, surely. It, yeah, and this is when you watched this first. And you're, I'm pretty sure you watched this first. And yeah, like, I did. you need to check this one out. And, oh, yep, I bought the Blu-ray on this one. This actually, the, I'm not sure which version you've watched, but I've watched, both times I've watched the extended cut. I'm, oh, I, uh, I'm pretty sure my first watch was on Blu-ray. I think I just came across it cheap. Which is probably the version that, and yeah, if, I would if guess. there's an extended cut on there, I would have watched that it, for sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. Did not make the cut. Geostorm. That movie sucked balls. Don't ever watch it. Uh, honorable mention. Timeline is a shitty Michael Crichton movie, but I still kind of like it. And he's good in it. He might be one of the best things in it. I find that movie likable. I, I'm sorry. I know uh, overall it's kind of a crap movie, but... Paul Walker was in there, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. That's a good... I, I, I dug it. Uh, and Gods of Egypt. I'm not... This... We are not doing a Jerry Butler episode... Without talking about <laughs> Gods of Egypt. Didn't quite make my list because admittedly it's kind of a, it's a B movie and, and craziness with all the CGI and whatnot. I had a ball watching that movie. An absolute ball. And I think I got it on Blu-ray. Like, for a buck or something. It was something weird that I ended up with it. Uh, or my buddy gave me a voodoo code, I don't know. But I, I was shocked because I thought, ah, this doesn't look very good. And then I watched it and was like, this is awesome. <laughs> Bad, but awesome. <laughs> Very he really He really is overacting in that one, if I remember correctly. Like Everybody is. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. If, who else was in that? Was it, oh, what's his name? Syrian Hines? Was he in that? Was he the god in the horse and buggy dragging the sun across the earth? Or every oh, maybe. I've seen it once, and I'm with you. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it for what it was. It's ridiculous. And huge budget. I I thought it was fine. I mean, that was an honorable mention for me. Alex Proyas wins again. Yeah. That guy makes good movies, man. I like him. I have a soft I mean, spot for him because of The Crow, I guess. Yeah, and that, it's, while that's not his best movie, it was still, it was quite the interesting, unique movie. Yeah, were you bored? No, never. <laughs> but it was odd. Oh, very odd. No, it's not Syrian Hines. It was the guy that was in... Uh, I think it was the... Oh, who was it? i got to look this up. Uh, you can do your honorable mention. Oh, Chadwick okay. Boseman was in that. Oh, man. Rufus Sewell, he likes... Uh, that's an Alex Proyas favorite. He was in Dark City. Oh, yeah. Jeffrey Rush. That's the guy who was driving Yeah! <laughs> man, he got some good names in that movie. In that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honorable mentions. Um, for me, I, I'm, I put, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm guessing I'm going to like it. Greenland. I think that that looks really good. And I'm assuming that 
that's going to probably, that would be one that would probably fall in my honorable mention. So I just put it there automatically. And, um, oh, the latest has fallen movie was okay. Angel has fallen. I think I liked it better than you did, but it was whatever. A big step down. It felt like a really big budget direct to video movie compared to the first two. It felt like the last Die Hard movie to me. Yeah, it was, it was fine, I guess. I, I don't remember anything about it. Wasn't he addicted to drugs, maybe, or something? I don't know. Whatever. It's terrible. Painkillers. Oh, uh, what else did I put down here? Uh, as a gamer, I remember zero about that movie. And I've seen it, but I don't remember anything about it. So I'm like, I... I think we saw that in the theater together, too. Oh, possibly. Hmm. I think I liked it, but that's from the guys that made Crank. Yes. I think. Okay. One of the guy's uh, names is Brian. That's all I can ever remember. <laughs> uh huh. And uh, Dracula two thousand. I. I'd like to hear what you'd think. I mean, cause a uh, horror guy, I you'd be softer on it than me. But I'd like to hear uh, a a re review of that. Yeah, that one there. I remember really liking the ending. Cause spoiler alert, but they they take on the whole like Jesus time, right? There's Jesus stuff in there, yeah, right? Yeah, he's Judas. That's right, yeah. And he, he oh, been killed himself, but his punishment for committing suicide and betraying Christ was that he becomes the first vampire. Yeah, and I kind of get that mixed up sometimes with uh, Demon Knight, with the whole blood of Christ and the cross thing, that just, we have flashbacks to... I haven't seen Demon Knight in a while. Oh, there was blood in the... Th- oh, yeah, okay. I remember that. I haven't seen Demon Knight in a while. Omar Epps is in... This has got a good cast. Sean Patrick Thomas. Hmm. Shane West. Oh, Nathan you know Thorne. that director. We're, we've we've talked about that director a lot. What's his name? Patrick uh, Lussier. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. I... Dude, I think I just watched something that he made. I think you did, too. I... No, I think it, it was on accident. Been... Like... <laughs> like, I watched it, and then the movie was over, and I was like, oh, him. Oh, I'm the one that watched his latest movie, Trick, which was terrible. Yeah, he's not hes not good, dude. No. But I've watched Prophecy 3, Dracula 2000, Dracula 2 Ascension, Dracula 3 Legacy, White Noise 2. I'm not sure if I've watched that or not, but you and I watched My Bloody Valentine in the theater, the 3D one. Uh-huh. Drive Angry, I wasted time in the theater watching that. Oh, I got that one on Blu-ray. You know what? That was actually okay. It's, was was I mean, Amber Heard in that? Yeah. I mean, it's uh. terrible. Oh, he's just an editor on that. Or... Oh, he's got lots of roles. Did he direct it, too? He didn't direct it. Drive Angry, he did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did. Okay, my bad. Oh, boy, he hasn't directed that. Oh, he did all the Dracula sequels? Those were terrible. <laughs> yeah, Drive yeah, Angry I'm... wasn't too bad. I didn't see the trick. Oh. Yeah, he's been relegated to, uh, relegated to TV. It was some, yeah. something on TV that I watched, and he his name came up, and I was like, Ah, hey, that guy. Yep. <laughs> MacGyver! Like MacGyver! It's right there! <laughs> oh, it is. Uh, seriously. Like, that's what he's... Was it Blind Faith? Was it... Please tell me it was the Amish episode. Blind Faith, yeah. No, but I don't... I don't... Oh. 16 episodes. <laughs> oh, this... I, 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 I'm getting such a kick out of this MacGyver shit. It's good. It's, it's really good. <laughs> I just I'm a child again when I when I turn this shit on. It's kind of similar to Airwolf and A Team and yeah, but it, I'm telling you, if you go revisit some of these things, it's shocking that 
it's it's still good. It's just nice yeah. to know that. Is it's so disappointing when you go back to rewatch something that's nostalgic and it's Dracula two thousand. It's fucking awful. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. <laughs> Boy, I'll never forget you. It was you and I in the theater alone at the Duncan. Just like this is weird. Like the theater is was tiny and just and no stadium seating. No, and it was like, what is this? And the movie turned out it, like this isn't bad. And we only have a ten minute drive home. Yeah. <laughs> Great. I think I think even back then the tickets were only like five bucks or something. Yeah, it's five bucks. Well, now the now the way they have it set up, it's just uh, when they do have showings of stuff, it's just donation, but they serve alcohol. That's cool for the ticket prices. I mean, it's just <clears throat> donation. But do they still have stuff going on there though? Uh, I don't know how it's been during COVID, uh, but mm. pre-COVID they were still doing stuff. Yeah, a lot of stuff we wouldn't want to see a lot of kids movies and stuff but that's great for you know uh, the grandparents are down there they're two blocks away they hey can we have the kids overnight they're showing blah 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 yeah have a ball go spend 10 bucks and watch movie on the big screen yeah well big-ish screen big-ish in in a cement room that where the sound just bounces all over the place (laughs) i watched the shining on that screen sir i remember yeah that was great. That was awesome. And there were just children everywhere for The Shining. Of, of course. <laughs> was it a packed house for that one? Uh, I don't know. About, I wouldn't say packed, but it was pretty full. I'd say 65%. I mean, there yeah. was a good amount of people there. Yeah. And toddlers. And, you know. So, like normal. Like a normal theater, yeah. actually. Yep. Because it's just The Shining. No big deal. Oh no. my god, are we going to review anything? This Probably not. <laughs> oh, we're almost at 90 minutes already. Okay, I'm up first. Uh, I'll go first. Monster Hunter, it sucked. Back to you. Oh! Uh. <laughs> oh. Uh, seriously, I've defended Paul that Paul Anderson in the past. Resident Evil Paul Anderson, we can call him. I've yep. defended a lot of the stuff that he's done. Not this, huh? Uh, no, You're, you'll watch it. But I thought that you, I mean, we texted a little bit and you. Oh, there's lots thought... of action. The CGI is cool, but. <laughs> nah. Mm. <laughs> no, thanks. It's in my voodoo. Just, thanks, Dave. We're just right towards the bottom, I would assume. Yes. Yes. He's been on a pretty downward trajectory since the beginning. Uh, did you see yeah. there was a new 4K of Event Horizon that came out or something? I think I uh, it's go- well, I've got the uh, 4K transfer on my Voodoo, <clears throat> and it looks great. It looks great. But still no but- director's cut. No. They, still- supposedly the footage is lost. Bullshit. That's in some vault somewhere. That's what I think, too. It's somewhere... Whatever. Hashtag release the uh, Paul, release Anderson, the- Paul Anderson yeah. cut. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, no. Just, just no. Nope, nope, um, nope. You, You'll watch it, and and you'll have the same reaction that I did. It's just like, it's just monsters and shit flying around, and reasons, and Mila Jovovich, and and uh, here's the most frustrating part about it. I think is you saw this in the trailer, but she hooks up with the guy from is it Tony Jaw? Oh, I think he's in it. Yeah, I think he's right. So they get <clears throat> they get teleported to some magic fantasy land. Alright. Whole team immediately wiped out. Just her and Tony Jaw hanging out, and guess what? He doesn't speak English. So it's the whole... Pen. This is a pen. 
This is an apple. This is sand. I'm, I'm, my name, blah, blah, blah. My name, blah, blah. Uh. 25 minutes we could have cut out of that movie. And then creatures show up every, what do, what do they say in the Hollywood playbook? Every T- 10 minutes, maybe? 10 or? pages, you gotta have a action scene. That, yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, mm. And slowly she learns how to kick giant CGI monster ass, I guess. And find her teleported ass. But I don't care. I did not care. (laughs) Even the sci-fi guy was like, I I just don't, it's just a lot of sand and I don't give a shit. It's rough and it's coarse and it gets everywhere. Yeah. 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 Back to you. One round. What you got? My heart. Yeah. Um, I, I made another visit to the basement for don't look in the basement. And sure enough, they still, they took their own advice, and this movie takes place never in the basement. Of the, it, we never go to the basement in this movie, and I'm like, sure enough, even on my revisit, they don't go down there. So, uh. <laughs> so they followed the rules. Yeah, they followed their own rules. And soon recommend. you're gonna not go look in the, in the fucking attic, right? In the, yes, exactly. But, um, this one here I've kind of come around on, on my second viewing. It's almost got a Texas Chainsaw Massacre type feel to where it's super low budget, but it's very grimy and like ugly like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Well, it's not as good as Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but uh, the print that I watched this version was a lot better and, uh, but still retaining that dirty feel. And I kind of liked it this time, but uh, it's still, it's like, don't look in the basement. The basement is never mentioned. Like there is not a, I don't even think the house has a basement. It's just, (laughs) (laughs) this is the opposite of crawl. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's just, yeah. But I, I kind of like it. Just this nurse shows up at, uh, at an insane asylum, which is this big house and it's being, yeah, it's being overtaken by, by crazy people there. And it's, uh, it's just, uh, you couldn't make it today, although there was a sequel, uh, the, I guess the wait, son wait, of... this isn't, what, okay, well, I'm, uh, I can't keep up with all your stupid long title horror movies. Uh, <laughs> I thought this was the one that was remade by, wasn't remade by, uh, Peter Jackson? Peter Jackson? No? <clears throat> Not Peter Jackson, uh, Guillermo del Toro. Oh no no! Don't be afraid! Don't be afraid of the dark! No no no! Oh my bad! Yeah no no! This is <laughs> what a dumbass no. I am! <laughs> no, this is from 1973, and this son's this guy's son directed the sequel from 2016, and I got through 20 minutes of that, and I'm like, no, nope, nope! I'm not going to watch the rest of this. This is awful, awful. Uh, which actually probably boosted my score of the original. I'm like, well, at least this one here isn't shot on someone's iPhone and whatever. <laughs> And as an actual horror movie, the sequel was nothing. Uh, but yeah, this one here, I'm like, okay, it, this it feels like something that would have played well on like at the drive-in, like as on a double bill with something other. I yeah. drink your blood, or I eat your flesh, or I live a long time in the attic cellar, middle yeah. floor. Yeah, corpse grinders <laughs> in the basement's be attic afraid cellar. Of things terrifying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. And then uh, I also rewatched. Um, I. I'm not sure if I've ever talked about the movie on this show, but Goodbye Uncle Tom, and I'm not going to talk a whole lot about that one because, no, nah, um, I, I, I don't even lo- want to say that I like the movie because racist. Oh, oh, it's uh, it's uh, Jacopetti and Prosperi 
uh, I'm not going to, Franco Prosperi and something Giacopetti. They did uh, the Mondo Cane movies and they did a bunch of, um, that was kind of the first found footage type movies way back in the day. Oh. And documentary style things. Well, they made this movie called Goodbye Uncle Tom, which is they are filmmakers that visit the Old South. And they are shooting a documentary about how slaves were treated. But it's all obvious. It's a mockumentary. It is, it is so racist. Like, it's so awful. And I'm like, I get that you're trying to make a point that slavery was awful. But <laughs> this movie is the most racist thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, can I actually finish this? And I haven't watched it in years, but... Oh, this viewing, like, this is, this is rough. Like, this is brutal, brutal stuff. It's, I don't think you could make it. I'm good on that. Yeah, it's, I, and what they were going for is actually, I kind of think is a novel approach. Satire is tough. Yeah, because it is satire, and they're like, you can, like, it's set in the South, where obviously there was no video cameras back then or whatever, and so they, but they play along with it, like, oh, who are you? Oh, we're from Italy, and blah, 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 and... Wait, and is it like atten- they time-traveled, or...? Yes, yeah, it's kind of like they time-traveled. Oh. And the attention to detail is great, the budget is great, like, it feels like a big budget movie, like, hundreds and hundreds of extras, and they're on, like, ships across the ocean with the slaves down in the... Like, I, I cannot believe that movie got made, I can't... Cannot believe it got made, but it did, and it's racist, and I probably will never watch it again, because I felt awful watching that. Like, I'm like, this is... Mm-hmm. Okay, well, coming soon. Yeah! Hey, hey, hey cheers! Easy to transition. <laughs> Speaking of racist shit, uh, oh boy. I'm, I'm watching a movie called Iron Mask, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger as a British guy who runs a prison not british at all doesn't even try jackie chan is in the prison and they're imprisoning him because reasons uh rutger hauer is in it for a while Uh, jason fleming is great he's actually playing a british person and he's british that's amazing uh and then we've got you know asian people and it's one of those movies where there's asian people french people russian people english people and everybody speaks english Bad, oh, oh, yeah. and, they're, and they're all badly dubbed uh, themselves. <laughs> but I gotta say, only 40 minutes in, kind of enjoying it. I'm currently watching Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jackie Chan fight, which is interesting. Okay. But fun. Um, and then he's, you know, mad that his wig fell off and... Waka waka! Oh, of course, and yeah. It's, it's set back in the day. Way back, early 1700s. But uh, it has a lot more mystical elements to it than I thought. There's, we got some CGI creatures and they're vampires, maybe. And there's all kinds of different uh, fantasy elements going on here. So, my uh, I'm seeing a two hour runtime. It's going to be too long, uh, but we'll see. That might be one to watch with, the, uh, with your wife. Uh, Snyder cut should be coming out. It's coming out this week. Everybody's talking about it. We're not, I, I, I'm still working on, I don't want to sign up for HBO Max. Oh, me neither. Me neither. But nah. well, we'll see. I, I would straight pre-order a Blu-ray, but uh, we're going to see what we can do to find it because I want to watch it. I want to give you my money, fuckers, but not in a subscription format. I'm full up on those. So Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, what about you? What do you got coming soon? 
Uh, same with you, uh, Justice League and Winter Soldier. I'll, I'll of oh, course, yeah, be watching definitely. that on Friday. Uh, and also, I want to watch, Pro- I think Promising Young Woman is now for rent. So I wouldn't mind checking that one out because that was nominated for Best Picture of the Year. And one of my friends said that he saw it and he thought it was an excellent, excellent movie. So I'm like, ah, I, I want to watch that one. Uh, and Crimson Rivers 1 and 2. I've been wanting nice. to rewatch those. I really like those movies and it's been years since I've seen them. So, uh, you watch both of those, right? I own yeah. both of those. Yeah. Yep. I, and, uh, one is a very good movie. Two just steps it up. Yeah. And yeah, I remember two being the more action oriented yeah. one of, yeah, I can't wait to rewatch those. But, uh, and then I got a bunch of the, from the Kino sale, uh, a uh, Charles Bronson movie called Heartbreak, or no, Break Heart Pass, some Western, um, the Omega Syndrome, which looks great. Oh, that cover is just, 90s action, awesome looking. Uh, the Unholy Four, which is a jaw, or which is a spaghetti western. Yeah, look up uh, the Omega Syndrome. I am. It I just think, seems like I something that I you might, would have on VHS. I think I might have it on VHS. Omega Syndrome. 1986? Yep, that's the one. Ken Wall is in it, is Jack Corbet. Oh, Nicole Eggert. Ooh. Yeah. Well, that was, she was, I would imagine that she would probably be young at that point. 72. Well, no, I was, I meant that as a good thing. Yeah. I don't recall this, but I kind of feel like I have this on feet. I, I, not that cover. I don't have that. Yeah. That was one that's been, it's been 20 bucks for the longest time. And then this sale, I think it was nine. I'm like, you know what? I've been wanting to watch that movie for a long time. And so that is definitely going to get watched here soon. Nice. Um, and yeah, I could have talked about the Crudes part two, but uh, please spare me. Yeah, <laughs> Nick Cage is still getting a paycheck. Oh, oh, oh yes, he is. <laughs> and turning it over to the IRS and his four ex-wives. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking around, Nick. We love you. Yeah, but yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I mean, it, to me. I'm sure, as with you, it's all about Justice League. Like, everything else is secondary. I can't, everything else is secondary. I <laughs> I can't freaking wait. I can't yeah. freaking wait. And some of the reviews coming out right now, I'm like, don't, don't, don't amp me up anymore. I want to see, oh, I want to see this so bad. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. Might be a, oh, I, I just start messing around with it, then I get angry, and then just try to, you know how it is. Uh-huh. Yeah. But like even Winter Soldier, that comes out the very next day and I'm like, oh, okay, that's fine. I, great. But well, I, wait your turn. <laughs> wait your turn. I, th- that is very secondary to me. Yeah. And if it's anything like WandaVision, it'll be 30 minutes of content and 15 minutes of beginning and end trailer or end credit stuff. Uh, well, I've heard, uh, some early reviews for the first episode of Winter Soldier and they're really good. But no, I heard that for WandaVision too, so. Yeah. Hear that for everything. Every every comic book movie that comes out is the greatest thing that's ever happened. So, and I'm sure that the, is this probably going to be the same like six episode arc. I would. Uh, I'm not sure about that. Or, or was it eight? I think it might have been eight. I think it's uh, the other one that's six. The next next one. Okay. The uh, what is the next one? Loki? No, it's not Loki. I think there was one. Loki, after this. I think, is the one that was the shortest one though. At six. Yeah. 
got to ask a direct question. How many eps? The Falcon and the Winter Soldier is scheduled to debate debut on March 19th. Disney Plus, it will consist of six episodes. That's short. That is short. So basically, it's going to be a long movie. Yeah. But whereas with WandaVision, you couldn't, I don't think you could have done that as a movie. Mm-mm. Because it was so episodic in nature. This, you could probably, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll find out together. Yeah. But so after Winter Soldier, there's something else, isn't there? It, Asking me. Is it, it's not MCU. Hawkeye. Is it Hawkeye something or other, maybe? I, uh, I think that one's later. Let's see. Marvel Cinematic Universe full list of release. Okay, here we go. So we got WandaVision first, then Falcon and Winter Soldier starts in March, then Loki is next in June. Okay. Then there's the animated What If series, which I'm looking which, forward yeah, to. Which, yeah, I want to see that. Then late 2021 is Miss Marvel. Uh, and then late 2021 is Hawkeye. 2022 is Moon Knight. Then She-Hulk. Then a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, I guess. Then Secret Invasion. Really? I haven't heard of that. Then Ironheart, which is the African-American girl that takes over for... Uh, Tony Stark, I believe, with his armor. Mm. I'm pretty sure that's what that is. And I think that character's already been put up. And I believe that character already exists in the world somewhere, but I don't know where. I don't. You know what I mean? Like, they already introduced yeah. her character. Riri Williams. I don't remember. But then again, I didn't realize that in WandaVision that the, the one girl was the daughter from... Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that till halfway through the series. I, as much as I'm the comic book dork, even I was like, huh, who, what? I <laughs> Rambo. Rambo, yeah. But she was the daughter, right? She wasn't Yeah, the, she was the daughter. She yeah. was the girl. Yeah, yeah, the little girl from the movie. Yeah, I was like, oh, well, I get it now. Uh, okay. Yeah. I think that's good on coming soon. We got to wrap this shit up. It <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> it's going on forever. Uh, I have a feeling that, that when we do watch Justice League, it's going to be Heavy, I, I would say we go full spoilers and we really break that one down. I agree. Uh, and I still am a little fuzzy on, do we have to watch it in episodes or can we watch it as a movie? I heard that there, we were getting both. Yeah. And I want so, the full Monty. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially no breaks. I just want to be able to sit down and, well, sit yeah. down and watch it one hour a night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, so we'll, we'll have the option. We'll watch the movie version and we'll still watch it in one hour segments. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I told my wife, I said, just be prepared. It's going to be four nights. It's four hours. So that's an hour a night. Well, if I'm lucky, but it's, lucky. it's like six episodes. Oh, geez. I can't wait. I'm like, this is, this to me is like big summer movie. I can't wait. Wow. You're preaching to the choir, my friend. I just. Yep. Shove this rock hard candy right up my ass as I'm yep. ready to eat it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Same here, and it's gonna taste glorious. And you know, I want to be clear too, because I keep telling people online, they're like, "Oh, you think it's gonna be a masterpiece?" And I keep telling, "No, I don't have any expectations on this, except that I think it will be better than Justice League." And that's a low fucking bar. It's yeah. not gonna have Henry Cavill with his weird upper lip. That automatically makes it better. Jumps up as a full star. Yeah. yeah. One, you're, you're up. You're already up on. You're already winning. Uh, <laughs> and just again, not a peep from him. Not a, not a peep. Yeah. That's weird. Oh, it is. It, it's, it's awkward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
We'll see. I, 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 again, I'm not expecting a masterpiece or something. Maybe it'll be great. I don't know. But when it comes to Snyderverse, uh, we've, we haven't even seen half of it. So how can I possibly judge what's coming next? I've turned my opinion around on Ultron, but that's only because the films that came after it made, paid mm-hmm. off stuff that happened in Ultron. When I first watched Ultron, it's like, well, that doesn't make any sense. What are you talking about? Then, you know, five years down the road, they, oh, this is what we were talking about. Okay, now it makes sense. So we're in the middle of a cycle of a storytelling, and who knows? It'll at least look better. I, I think oh, it'll yeah. probably it'll look, look better. And sound better. Yeah. Not, that, not that the score was awful in the original, but... Everybody's been went... raving about the score. Right. Yeah. We'll all find out together. Okay, we gotta... We gotta... <laughs> Okay. Thanks for listening. Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash moviefreakspod on Twitter at moviefreakspod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.